0: Hey everybody, it's Lee and this is Let Us Say It For You. And it's Big Mike
1: in the house. Sis, did she talk over you?
0: She she did speak and I tried to wait and I just jumped in right after her. So no, she didn't. Hmm. I still would like to know when she started talking. Right? Yeah, I
1: know. I think that's All just right? like a couple of months ago. That was That was weird. Weird. Okay, well, how you been big girl? <laughs> Big. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm finna post this on my on my uh my mother page, Bruh. In the middle of the night last night, he kicked me hard as fuck. <laughs> and this is what I did. I was sleep. It was like, boom! I said, ah! <laughs> and I
0: rolled over and I went back to sleep. So. Oh really
1: was like really <laughs> was like what, what happened how did he keep it?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but bruh this shit woke me up out of my sleep as it, it should
0: so understandably so
1: oh that shit was funny
0: bro. girl your son don't fuck with you for real i
1: was dying laughing i was like damn he kicked me hard <laughs> <laughs>
0: Won't be the fuck up. that? What are you doing? Oh, bro, that shit
1: was funny.
0: Wow. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry I like
1: to it. hear that. I'm sorry to hear. It funny, that. girl. It was funny,
0: girl, and it just it hurt a little bit. Oh, yeah, was- I'm sure it did. Did you, you know? jump up like that? Was, ah! <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> but yeah, why, son? Why, girl?
1: um everything's coming together i've just been trying to find shit to do i fucking hate folding clothes and now this is my life i hate it um folding clothes is a pet peeve i want to hire someone to come over here and hide and, and fold my shit that's where i'm at
0: yeah i can see
1: that's that. that's where i'm at with it. that
0: um, well, I guess in my life, I it could be similar. I have large piles of clothes everywhere. <laughs> um, some are clean, some are dirty, some are indifferent. And I don't at this point, I don't know what to do. It's like, so I've been going on with my life, yeah, yeah, I've been avoiding it for quite some time, and in and not having. I have piles of clothes like that I need to wash that I've just been adding to. And I've still been able to been wear, wear clothes and I, I can't quote me, but it's like for me to not have washed clothes and that long and still have clean things all the time that lets me know I have entirely too many articles of clothing. And so this is why i banned myself from buying anything else. The only thing I'm realistically allowed to buy for the rest of the year is my soiree dress. Now, am I going to stick to that? I don't know, because I got a Fashion Nova cart full as fuck, but I am not going to purchase that at the moment. So, we'll see. We'll see where that um, where that takes us. In other news, um, you know, I've been chilling shit, you know, waiting on your baby and shit. Right. You know, that's about it. So um, we have things to do after this. So this episode will be swift. Um, Oh, we can talk about the first thing. So Rolling Loud, we live in Fort Lauderdale, Miami, whatever. So Rolling Loud was here this past weekend. Today is Wednesday. So Rolling Loud was this weekend. You know, we had all the celebs and stuff. Micah and I did not go to Miami at all. Actually, I did go to Wynwood with Cookie this weekend, but it wasn't that, it wasn't where all the hoopla was. It was this mojito bar place, we had a good old time. So um, during the baby's performance, he apparently made a reference to homosexuality and HIV and some stuff like that. And now all the gays are on his ass. And um, I don't know if you guys know the exact thing, please don't quote me, I just wrote the baby down, but I know the gist of it. And um, I think I heard what he said, like he literally said some shit like, fellas, if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, put yep. your <laughs> lights up ladies if you put the smell like water you know he did the ladies in our vaginas first and then he referenced the dicks and the mouths in the parking lot so he was just saying how he just said if you're not sucking dick in the parking lot but it's like no you left out the fellas part you said fellas if you're not sucking dick in the parking lot which is implying that you're taking shots at the gays and they don't play that shit so i don't know how do you feel about that mike no you-
1: so, honestly i feel like it's very specific yeah Pussy tastes like water, smell like water, that's like a thing. It's kind of been a thing like forever, so I don't really like, but niggas, if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, I feel like he caught one of his people on his tour, like
0: something about to happen.
1: I felt like he caught somebody in his camp doing that, and Mm. then his homeboy or whoever was on the mic, his DJ was like, yeah, y'all niggas suspect. So that that makes me feel like this is a very personal thing to them. Like because
0: I the like, cuz the DJ was like, you know, let's be real about it. Let's be real. Yeah. Niggas out you know, here dick
1: right. in the parking lot. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So I feel yeah. like something happened um to make him do that cuz out of all the performances the baby has had, he has never done this. And so I feel like when people do things out of character, something happened, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And um Maybe it rubbed in the wrong way because he thought otherwise about the guy. Um, But obviously he is talking about homosexuality in general. And so for me, obviously this is a, now we live in a way sensitive air, like, comedians can't even talk about the gays and they can't even talk about transgender i mean dave chappelle can say whatever fuck you want to say but that's dave chappelle you i mean if
0: you if you're gonna be on some i said what i said type shit then you gotta you gotta yeah you gotta ride that
1: you gotta dave chappelle that hoe out because he don't yeah jones
0: jones said it's it's like it stemmed from somewhere yeah that's what that's what mike is saying
1: i think something happened very
0: specific yeah it's it's total specific (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
1: It was just too specific for me. And yeah it's like he right? just
0: he just threw us and our pussies in there, just yeah, yeah. Dazzle dazzle. He was talking about
1: dick. Dick in a parking lot, like you saw that. Like you were you, <laughs> you felt you away. Saw you saw that, right? So I feel like it made it felt and he, he felt away. And maybe it was a nigga lying on maybe a nigga's been lying to him about the shit and, and he's pissed off that he just won't tell him the truth. It could be some shit like that. I don't know. But um I honestly do feel like it was mean I mean the HIV comments a lot of people um in the gay community do feel like America like it's a whole show called Pose like just talking about how you know um that community is why we have AIDS to this uh, to the to this day Mm -hmm. and he said a lot of niggas that suspect that made me feel like he knows somebody who acting straight who's not straight And so my thing is, I have a problem with that because you are spreading something, right? So whether you are having sex with multiple women at the same time, you have now added another pool of people that you are also sleeping with who are also sleeping with other men. So you are sleeping with men and women unprotected because that's how you get anything you know what i'm saying if people were spreading crabs that'd be fucked up too
0: because you know how i feel about crabs you know how i feel about crabs i know you'll get crabs it's still a very active std and they won't kill you but they are little things and they just crab around crab around your pussy it's crazy just because yeah that's
1: what i'm saying so i feel like crabs are out there any disloyalty and we talked about this with transgender if you were a woman first and i met you a man I think it's your responsibility to tell me you were a woman and right. you are supposed to allow me to have the opportunity like to say whether I want to deal with you or not. Same situation with these download niggas. But I mean, if you're scared to be fully who you are, I mean, totally understandable because they get backlash all the time. People try to kill them, people try to hurt them. Like, I get it, but they're way protected than they were, let's say, five years ago, to be real. So,
0: and I feel like when the gays get mad about something, like it's over. People, li- yeah. Once the gays get mad, it's over. Um, it's over. uh, Carisha, um, a friend of mine named Carisha. She says, um, he just stay putting his foot in his mouth sometimes. He needs to just shut the fuck up sometimes. Agree. I don't. He don't have
1: PR. He don't listen. have a
0: way to him where it's like he just says whatever he wants to say. And my thing is, you could do that if you're okay with the repercussions. Because one of the repercussions from this is boohoo um it's like a clothing brand boohoo men have dropped him so he's lost an endorsement now i'm sure he's not hurting for money but that does look away you're you know you're and then i guess he doesn't want to backtrack because that kind of annoys me too yeah i don't want him to i don't necessarily want you to he could probably say he's sorry if he offended anybody but he said what he said because he's trying now to flip it like i said when he repeated what he said he was like all i said was if you ain't suck a dick in the parking lot put put your phones up no nigga what you said was all oh, my niggas. If you not sucking dick in a parking lot, Mike, you know. So you're specifically right. targeting that, and then you come about all this age and HIV shit. So I just think I think it was irresponsible on his part because again, everybody understands you can't really fuck with the gays like that unless you really don't care. And he seems to care enough that he's trying to switch switch up what he said. So yeah, he,
1: like, he cares a little,
0: you know, to understand because you don't want to lose certain shit.
1: I feel like, I feel where, and I, I'm thinking about the comedians who have talked about how sensitive America has gotten. Yeah. I feel them. I should, this is a joke. Um, this is uh. gander, if you will. Like I'm carrying on, I'm speaking about some shit comically, um, or I'm trying to incite a crowd, whatever the case is saying whatever the fuck I want to say you know what I'm saying but like you said you can't tell people how to respond after that shit flies you do do that right um, but, that but I heard that and got mad
0: instantly.
1: it's such a fucking sensitivity that they just run and let the gays and the transgenders almost um win every case that they present and I'm like black people have been dying
0: bitch don't get me started and
1: I'm like for me it's like yeah for me it's like the word nigga is, is very, very small, but it's still widely used outside of the African-American community. Like Dave Chappelle got banned for a gay joke, but he said nigga early and nobody gave a fuck. So it's like y'all picking and choosing what to be sensitive about, y'all don't care about us. So I feel like niggas should be able to say whatever the fuck they want to say, black people. And that's just, that's just me. Like we've got enough scrutiny nobody gives a fuck about us um nobody rides for us when it's when it's when it's necessary nothing nobody stands behind us we should be able to say whatever the fuck we want to say
0: what uh what uh uh shout out to tanisha i saw tanisha reposted and she was just like well clearly these people haven't been to a jamaican party because jamaicans say way worse about <laughs> On the microphone, but Jamaicans are definitely very strong. And I said what I said. I mean, there's yeah, yeah, about not fucking with gay people. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely a cultural thing. He needed to be a little better at that. And I feel like it's one of those things where, like Crucial was saying, he does put his foot in his mouth all the time. So as he's, you know, spewing out all this rhetoric about gays and automatically tying them to HIV and, and AIDS and all that other shit. I know he was like, damn you, I probably shouldn't have said that. All right. Well, fuck, for- I wish. I don't I think he gives a fuck. He felt it as it was coming out of his mouth that you probably shouldn't have said this shit, but he gotta he gotta he gotta roll with it now.
1: He was mad, bro. And that's what I'm saying. It's almost telling people not to be them their authentic selves and feel how they really feel. He felt that he said that shit hard. Like he felt it and he said it hard. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? So in the moment, in the moment, he cried whatever, hey, all the ladies with the pussies to the look. Oh yeah, niggas who ain't sucking dick. And like, he <laughs> he felt that. He felt that. So it's almost like you don't have freedom of speech because the moment you say what you really feel or how you feel, something's going to be taken away from you. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: and that's true. And we can, we can bring that, we can tie that to Nick Cannon and all his comments he made and he lost all his shit and got it all back slowly. <laughs> Right. Yeah, we can tie this to that. I mean, Nick Cannon went the fuck off and you know, they fought back the only way they knew how. So I don't know. I think um it was mean. Yeah, it was mean. It was it was out of pocket. So I'm agreeing with you guys where it's like he must have seen somebody sucking dick somewhere and got mad. And, um, he saw somebody sucking dick and is upset. But um you are a public figure and there are repercussions to what you're doing if i yelled out some shit like that it, i think it'd be offensive if i did it the way he did it and i'm i'm nobody so for you to be on a rolling loud stage in front of hundreds of thousands of people and yell that out like you don't have shit to lose is weird but you he didn't have to stand on that so he posted something i think today um because somebody threw a shoe at him because on top of before he offended the gays, he just doubled down, not giving a fuck about Meg getting shot in the foot because he brings Tory Lane's little hot pocket ass out. So he comes out and they, because they have a song together. So he was like, you know, I give anybody a million dollars, they can guess who I got under here. And I was like, okay. And then Tory Lanez came out. I haven't even heard their song together, which is crazy because I do like both of them. So I feel like it'd probably be good. But Tory Lane's is so aggy. Like he's just such a, uh, that I don't even entertain him. So, um somebody threw a shoe at him he definitely does that shit with the quickness that nigga is neo from the matrix he did a very good job but then he yelled out all his you know gay stuff so i don't know i wish the baby the best of luck um neither him nor danny have confirmed if that's his baby or not but
1: <laughs> I, she signed something like um carmelo anthony baby mama
0: did she signed something oh uh, i don't know.
1: I'm, I'm assuming that she signed something and she can't say shit. Also, Dwayne Wade's child that he does have that's never posted. Baby mama is not like...
0: She signed something. Think she, happened, I don't. Something think she,
1: happened.
0: I don't something think she, happened to where... Yes, yeah, shame happened. He left her. That, well, no, no, yeah, I get it, but... Yeah, I don't think anything. He or she hasn't...
1: So y'all just going And then when the baby get here, then what? Like, the baby Then, don't, then, let, then they'll Because then the you
0: know who... Children. Cause you know who did that too? What's her name? The girl that got a baby with Bow Wow and Future, the dancing one.
1: Jody, what's her name?
0: Yeah, Joe. Jo- yeah, she never said Future's my baby daddy. Like the baby was born. This nigga's name is like Hendrix, and whatever Future's last name is, and then that's it. But for her, it's like it ain't nobody fucking business. And Danny Lake is still a celebrity in her right. So I don't. Right. I don't think she signed anything. Like I don't think she signed an NDAs. But it's like everybody's automatically assuming it's it's the baby and they was clowning her anyway because they were together then he broke up with her five minutes later she looking pregnant as fuck. now it turns out she really is pregnant. like it's shameful so yeah. I think it's and then you gotta think about it in her situation what would it benefit her at all to say me and the baby having the baby like it wouldn't it wouldn't do anything for her at this moment it's just like fuck that nigga.
1: right
0: uh, carry my little girl when she come out looking mixed as fuck, we're gonna be like okay That's the baby baby. So congratulations on her and him if he's the father. If not, hey, good luck with the gays because they're going to be on your ass. (laughs) Get it, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? All right, Um, so in other news, this is quick, I saw this. First of all, I did not know that Arthur, the cartoon Arthur was still on, but it's being, it's it's ending. They announced it today that they're ending Arthur after 25 seasons. I was like, damn, first of all, I didn't know that she was still on, but wow. You know, like don't you want your baby to watch arthur at some point on like pbs no yeah I, guess. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, I wasn't really like an author i wasn't i don't know it was yeah all, i wasn't, I I wasn't was like lit. yeah the
0: song was like ew was cool that's his little sister she was the bitch
1: yeah and that damn fist that they
0: keep catching all the- i used it all the time i made arthur fist my caption of the other day so
1: yeah i mean yeah i mean but i think that's beautiful that that show has been going on for that long i mean it's still gonna be it's still gonna be on i mean yeah, for probably 25 more years
0: i am might say i didn't know they were still making new episodes of Arthur. i didn't
1: know they were making new episodes and
0: when they have shows like that like where they've been kids like he's been in like what the third grade for 25 years so it's kind of like all right we well, just
1: kind they of they just kept finding new things for him to get into and i think that's very cool that they were able to drag his third grade year
0: or whatever fucking grade. i mean
1: did he he had to move up no, it's I like a rug the
0: rugrats i mean they did do rugrats all grown up and it was straight but who was really checking for that shit for real
1: buddy but you can talk no. you can talk so much about babies in their lives
0: yeah so, so like imagination happening. yeah yeah shout out to arthur for riding out for 25 seasons i mean um so this is all i I wrote this down so today i had to break up with somebody that i never met and let me elaborate on this i guess i just want to a part of my dating advice that micah gives me um so i decided to there's been at least two guys that i've known for a long time now one way longer from what he's told me i don't know but but this particular guy (laughs) he's liked me for a while but I don't think we're compatible. That's been my new thing for people. We're not compatible. So, this guy is a good couple years younger than me. He's like a good four or five years younger than me. Um, he still stay with his parents. I don't like that. And um, I was just not in the same, we're just not, we don't match. It's just like I'm grown, grown. It's like, if so I ask like, so I'm trying to fuck on you, where are you going to take me in my house? He was like, yeah, I was like, see, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't want to fuck in your mom's house you can't you can't come fuck me over here all the time so to me as like i said personality wise i can't because he he texts i reply he writes on instagram i reply a little bit but i don't even have the extra energy to reply as much as right. I, I liked him so i'm just like why y'all keep trying i don't even be saying nothing. like just stop so he, he i asked him i said we're not he's like i gotta beg you to talk to you i said you don't have to do anything i said i don't even know why you keep trying i said you know you're we're not compatible and so he was like so i basically stop trying is what you're saying so yes. said, you know i say yes i said, yes. said personality wise i can't say that we aren't compatible because we could be but where we are in life we're not compatible right now and um that's something that was hard for me to eat. Like it felt nice to finally say because I don't ever want to just shut somebody down and no but it's like, sir, you're a sweet man. I said, Why don't you take somebody more suitable or whatever? And he was like, I mean, I really think what are we gonna do if I'm telling you I don't want to focus on that still stay with his mama for strike one. What are we gonna do? You know what I'm saying? And then that that doesn't even tap into all the other avenues of. I just it's like how do you just be like okay look you don't make enough money for me to date you you don't live on your own I don't like that you're not old enough like it's like I don't want to have to be her but that's what I'm saying you don't make enough money to date me I really feel that way and it's like what am I shallow am I a dick am I a dick Mike I don't think so why why I gotta be sympathetic and and,
1: shit no and I feel like niggas who don't listen it's easy for me to niggas to, who don't listen. Niggas who don't listen, it's easy for me to uh go ahead and do the snip snip on some I'm so break bad doing this today. But regardless of nice, you're not listening to me. That's just what it comes down to. And I feel okay. like a lot of niggas try to um persuade and push and insist, persuade. and that's something about them in general. I don't like a pushy ass nigga. I said what I said, goddamn. I like that. Why do I have to continue to explain why are to you it? Why do I keep saying it? Why do I got to be a bitch now? Because I, I don't want to say that. And they, you know and they deserve the bitch. That's what they deserve. Because that's what happens when you continue to tell somebody the same thing over and over. Maybe you can't hear me like this. Let me say it a different way. Because <laughs> I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm yeah. done with I just,
0: yeah, I just, you know. And then the, to me, that just sparks the conversation of, like I, I never want to just feel like I'm just I'm just so out of your league, but it's just like if, if you are, Leah like, uh, No, why do you? I don't no. like to do it's that. not about people. that. Cause
1: oh. you, no, <laughs> no, that has nothing to do with it. You you get back in the screen. <laughs> no. That has nothing to do with it. And every time a woman says, well, I'm not trying to be like I'm the baddest bitch. I don't want it. It has nothing to do with that. Look. It has nothing to do with that. This nigga is not your type. He is not compatible with you. That's it. You don't have to explain why. You gave an explanation. That's nice.
0: And that's nice
1: of you. sweet boy you don't have to do what the fuck i am that bitch to me and this bitch does not no no whatever you got going on it's just not aligning with me Will you hear that boys that's it
0: next next time yeah um it's been going on for quite some time and when he wrote me i was like i was like what are you what you doing here i was like you ain't i Uh no he hasn't posted anything since 2017 i'm like what is this what do you be on here doing but he, me right because he was like why well, watch your podcast i said podcast don't even be on here for real my podcast on youtube or apple Podcasts, whatever but i i felt bad saying it but I, it was i don't know somewhat of a relief just like just leave me alone you know and i don't want to be a dick about it but it's just i don't and it, to me it's almost kind of like why do people not just men but even women set themselves up to be in that way like if the shoes are on there or the other foot there's no fucking way i'ma keep texting bitch and that reminds me of cuba poppy same thing with him he, i thought i thought it was him you no it's him not cuba poppy. Cuba poppy. cuba poppy cuba poppy didn't kind of just uh,
1: if he should have been got this fucking he's
0: like worse that. yeah he's worse but again I take responsibility for this because me not just saying hey nigga I don't like you let me alone right instead of me saying that but, but I say it in very respectful ways I'm just like I don't think we're compatible we like different things da, da, da. and then they get into this kind of pushy ass let me and persuade you to like me what you can't what yeah, dating is so weird. So it don't funny. have
1: to be. Hey, oh
0: my god! This, this is why we have these talks. This is why we have these talks.
1: It don't have to be. And I feel like women. Oh, this is so annoying about us because we all do. We all do. We all done it. We keep thinking about how these fucking people are gonna feel when we're done speaking our truth. And we keep yeah. Because
0: I don't wanna. I don't wanna break we a keep, You know, we
1: keep spirit. thinking about bruising egos and maybe. Coming off too strong or too aggressive or too big, I'm so sick. You don't have to be a bitch about I'm so it. So sick, I'm sick. I'm sick, Leah. And it's like you don't owe these niggas be nothing. Sick.
0: You don't owe these niggas. I don't. Nothing. Nothing.
1: You know? nothing. I I'm feel like nice. this is great, and you're and you're really good at fucking boundaries and shit. So I thought this would be a breeze for you. You <laughs> so are really good at that? You know what I'm saying? no I don't like that shit stop it you know what I'm saying like just period
0: now see I get like that when I'm irritated right so Cuban poppy probably got a little bit of that it's like nigga like you know ever and and remember what I said with him his in his case it was he is very attractive so I think for him it was just so it's so confusing
1: that I don't want to fuck him you know it's
0: kind of just like how do you not want to fuck me show me want to fuck me I said we're gonna fuck one of them Go fuck with the bitches that want to fuck you. I'm not interested.
1: Them the easiest niggas to tear down.
0: Hey, honestly. I'm fuck down from your horse. Yeah. Insecure men are okay. Weird. Insecure women. You guys okay. are weird. All right. You know, Mike. I'm hmm. on it. Bitch. No.
1: Okay. Stop trying my friend. What the fuck? She yeah, said what she said. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy to me. And I think you need to put that as a clip. Stop trying my friend to say what I said. Just post it, and okay. I'll repost it. it put, and we will and post it every week. So <laughs> <laughs> these niggas get it I until post,
0: I get a boyfriend. I post it every week until they understand. All right. That's why I fought with you. You're my fave. Period. Um, all right. So um, shout out to uh, Gibson and the Speak On It podcast. Both Micah and I have been guests on their podcast Micah was on the relationship segment it was about couples and I was on the relationship segment about singles obviously and, <laughs> and I just did my episode this week so um I wanted to use some of the stuff we talked about with them on our show uh and I'll let you go first Micah if you can think of anything that you maybe found interesting or something we can chit chat about from your couple's one because uh, mine's a little fresher yours might take a little longer you know what I mean? You think I mean German? I mean, yeah, go. You you just went. I got, okay. I'm
1: to think about something else. Okay, so um
0: this episode it was like we had Gibson in the middle and we had two single guys, two single girls. And you know, right off the bat, he was just kind of asking basically why people are single or why we're single, or what is it about the dating pool? Remember, we said the dating pool has P in it, like stuff like that. You know, it's like what is it about the dating pool that's so bad? So my initial response out the gate, which is something we've talked about on on our show many times is that I'm single by choice, uh, mainly because you niggas make me sick, but um, I feel like I have things I got to work on. You know, maybe I am a little, um, I feel like I'm still a little traumatized by the shit niggas did to me. I'm not in the mood. I'm not that eager to, I'm not that interested to start this over. And I've been slowly getting and you know, trying as, you know, you know. But, um, you know, ain't nothing really been working for me. So yeah. <laughs> that is right off the bat when I said, you know, I'm single by choice. I feel like there's a lot of things I need to improve on. I'm not necessarily trying to fuck up nobody's son either. You know, the panel got kind of quiet. You know, the guys were kind of just like, so Gibson, he's like, you know, what do you guys got to say? And they were just like, shit, I'm, I'm surprised she said that. You know, uh, people don't say that. I talk about self-assessing, et cetera. So I was looking like, oh, yeah, who the fuck y'all be talking to? But I get it. That's not
1: that's hard. That's not common.
0: That's not a common thing. So I I get that. But for me to say, you know, and 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 I definitely I've had niggas do terrible things to me. But at the same time, I know that the habits I've developed since being single and the moods that I've been in. These are not very conducive to a successful relationship. I do yeah. not want to deal with you niggas for real. So I feel like me pushing myself in a situation to do that, I'm going to fuck up with somebody's son. It's going to be a thing, whatever. So I'm just taking responsibility for me not being ready for that yet. And um, same thing, the, the lady there, with I believe her name was Lashandra. She was saying that um, for, you know, her reason for being single, a lot of times is that she's coming more on the independent woman standpoint. A lot of men can't handle that. You know, a lot of men don't like, the independence of a woman and et cetera. I say, yeah, girl, that's, that could be it too. So she said a lot of times that's. I guess that's what's been her issue and why she's been single. And with the guys, I don't really remember their, I don't remember their takes on it all the way. Um, I think they said they're just kind of looking around, I guess. Interesting enough though, I think what I did like the most about that conversation is having three guys there, they were all traditional men. They were all against um, like this whole 50-50 thing, they weren't fucking with that at all. And I brought it up first. I was like, yeah, you know, like that 50-50 shit, you tell me that you gonna lose me immediately. But they were just like, where are y'all meeting these? Man, like where y'all meeting these niggas at? I say like, everywhere, the niggas be everywhere. Like the niggas, all the niggas want bitches with bills them and shit. And I was like, you know, this 50 shit is very common for a lot of people. So again, we put, we put a man providing and protecting paying the bills. We put that in traditional. And I guess whatever this new 50-50 thing is, it's the millennial way or whatever the, what the case is. But then I know at one debate, the argument was, okay, well, are you gonna, one of the guys, he was arguing that in him being the man and paying all the bills and taking care of everything and sis is at home, you know, being a homemaker, to be fair, she's not working, but she, she is a stay-at-home mom, which is a very hard job nonetheless. So in doing that, he was just like, okay, but then he seemed more worried about when shit hit the fan. I'd have lost all this money because I'd have paid all these fucking bills and I'm just like SOL I and mean, then I still probably got to give her child support and alimony because she ain't got no money so he was kind of you know worried about it from that standpoint and I said I mean hey that's a good point it's a good point it's a good point but then this is where like to me arguments like well I don't know how much or how well a prenup would do in a situation where a stay-at-home mom because it would really just if anything I guess it would just that's usually if you both have shit to lose, you both are getting things together. You know what I'm saying? So that could still work. Cause maybe are yeah. married and even though she's a stay-at-home mom, you started a company. Um, as a married couple, she gets half of that. So unless you stipulate that in your prenup, right. this can get that. Yeah. half of that or whatever. But um, I found it just interesting, just how comfortable they were with this 50-50 thing. And that was refreshing because I, well, how comfortable they were not. we're not, right. Thing, because I feel like most of the conversations I've been having with men, it's 50-50 and it's just so normal and they're so adamant about it. So for them going on and on about like, where are you meeting these niggas at? I'm just like, again, these niggas are everywhere. It's right. The norm, you know, I, if anything, it's rare to find a man who feels like as a man, he's going to pay all the bills and et cetera, et cetera. And then I did chime in on the fact that I don't think I could be a stay at home mom. I definitely think having a husband that paid all the bills would be beneficial in the beginning, or once I had a baby, I'd definitely like to sit my ass at home for like a year and just stare in my baby's face. But um, after that, I want to leave the house. I want to go- I want to get back to me. Right. And, so, and that was a point I kind of made on there too, where women often get lost in their roles as a mother and in their roles as a wife and they lose themselves, you know, you skip forward a couple of years and sis don't even remember what the fuck she liked to do. Like, that's mm-hmm. the real thing. I felt that way after my daughter's father and I broke up. I used to love reading, which I still do. I got 77 books, ain't read through none of them bitches yet, but it was like, what do you like to do now? <laughs> you know, like, what do you do other, like, what do I like to do other than like shop? Which is terrible, cause anybody give me no money. So, I'm just spending my fucking money
1: on clothes. I don't know. Um. So one thing from that episode, um, they were traditional, but okay. So with the whole social media dating, right? Oh, yeah. So when you're out in public and a guy meets you, you are quicker to give your Instagram or take an Instagram than you are your number. Yeah. Now, obviously it's all on one device. I would like to know why you don't want to give your number so, remember, not to every guy. I mean, let's just be real. Not to yeah. every guy. I totally get it because we be giving fake numbers. We be giving fake numbers since the beginning of the time.
0: But I'm saying I never. I, that's not really a thing. I mean, I'm quicker to take a guy's number. But if you, if I take it, you know, I'm not calling that nigga. So it, I took right. it two days ago. I did need to text him. Um, but I did that with remember the, remember uh, what I call my little young boy. Remember the little young boy that we you did a Good job. And he, he like asked for my number and I was like, I mean, okay. Um, And I gave it to him and I guess it wasn't weird, but again, as I kept trying to say, I feel like I just started dating for real. Like now, right. Maybe I would be more open to it because you're right. But it's like, then I'm at, I don't know the idea of sitting on the phone and talking to this nigga. I just don't feel like doing it i do right.
1: so it's the so the number just gives access to call you whether yeah you, you can just instagram, call me for real. instagram although niggas be calling which i get calls on facebook too
0: i'm facebook, like why are you calling me fucking on facebook weird. i don't know you
1: that's weird um but yeah so the access is a little different because i was i was thinking about that i was like because hmm. it is one device but a phone is like, the text is is just like DMs, but the calling is the thing that you can't stop, essentially. And to
0: me, the texting too, because my notifications are off for Instagram. So when you DM me, the only way I know that is if I go on Instagram and see it. Like, I don't get any notifications from any of my social media. I had to turn Snapchat back on because... I had like 66, oh, it was my friends, like my actual friends talking to me on there, but I had the shit, you know, silence. So I, I agree. I thought, I was thinking about that and they were talking about it. And I was like, man, but I don't know. It's like, I don't want these niggas to have my number. A lot of niggas do not have my number. It's just a thing. My number is not a thing I give out, I guess, unless I like you, like you. And then I don't be liking, them. oh, no, my Yeah,
1: and then you're not really in situations where a number is really- I guess a number, The well, the things that you, I'm thinking about, The you do go to a lot of parties and people just end up following you after the fact because they just saw you through somebody and then- Somebody they, wrote me when I went to a
0: party the other day. This dude wrote me. He was like, oh, I saw you.
1: Yeah, so I feel like it's less likely that someone would ask you. for Kind of like the way that you were asked for your number when we went out that time from that young, that the child. My young boy, um, my little he, young boy. That was a situation where i felt like the number asking was the most prominent thing to do like it, I, was, it, it I worked yeah, yeah it worked it worked for that um but a lot of these niggas do be like let me get your instagram after they've asked me for my number so they do ask me for my number and then i say no and then say well can i get your instagram they just still want access to you either way, so either
0: way
1: either way is access but i do um I was thinking about how traditional the guy was He was like, I don't want your Instagram. I don't want to follow you. Because
0: they were like, oh yeah, she's trying to get her follows or her likes up. I,
1: I, I didn't agree with that one. Yeah, I didn't agree when Ninja said she does yeah. follow, she just wants views. I agree with the other one. I don't care what's on your Instagram. I want to talk to you. I want to get to yeah. know you. And
0: that's and all. that's what's the- so, uh, like, I'm so turned off of them. It's just like, know me for what? Like, know <laughs> and it's ridiculous because we're dating. So
1: let's let's go back. He dated me. I'm
0: not dating him. I don't want. But
1: that's the thing. So how are you ever gonna get to know somebody if you don't fucking talk to them? But you're not in the space. So that's we're 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 done with that. You're not Uh, in the space. But ladies, if you if you are trying to be in the space to date someone, you have to talk to them. (laughs) You have to talk to them, and I feel like I even said on the couples um podcast, I was like. Y'all think we just want to text all day? Like, on some other shit? I feel like texting is cool, too. But if you're gearing up for your first date, because we talked about finances, if you're gearing up for your first date and the whole research conversation y'all had, talk to me. You don't... Like, talk to me. Hey, what do you like to do? What's your favorite restaurant? On some random shit. You can look at the chain she likes and get an idea of where you want to fucking take her. You know what I'm saying? Like... What do you like to do? Are you adventurous? Are you blah, blah, blah?
0: Like those are all- So awesome. would, we, would we call that a red flag then? Because obviously we hate when niggas text you what you're doing all fucking day. It's like, you send me one what you're doing, it'll be your last text. But should we automatically count that as a red flag for a guy or a girl, I guess, that Debra wants to talk on the phone?
1: No, but I think a conversation needs to be had about what you like. Yeah. I feel like getting to know someone through text messages like, you give so much. You give people time to think. I don't want you to think. I want to hear what your initial response is to what I'm asking you, because what I be asking niggas, it don't be what your favorite color is. Like me, and Willie, first, me and Willie first conversation, we talking about hidden colors. That type of shit I like to talk about. Off rip. So I like to know what type of guy you are mentally, politically, socially aware. But bl- I, I, off rip. Okay, that's just I just go deep, and so. For the guys that um, happen to have the texting conversation back, down pack, it's like, how you doing? Where do you work? Um, Christina was just telling me about this nigga that's texting her now. He's much older, but he sends her paragraphs. Like, they have conversations yeah. because of him. She's doing these one-sentence-ass, lame-ass text messages. Ooh. She was like, damn, he's that's really like what he's asking. And... I'm not used to having a conversation like this with men. And I was just like, boom. So, so he's sparking her. He's, he's challenging her in a way. And he's trying to intellectually get to know her. And people are not used to that. People are used to these one sentence as text messages and responses and back and forth and waiting for the next person. No, bitch, let's talk about something for real. So yeah. I can get to know you for real. So
0: that's and, I, I, and i i i can agree with that because i feel like um like the guy was telling me about i don't know i don't even have a nickname for him but whoever the guy was that i said was asking me out to like the place in Doral that was far as fuck, right so he's come a couple times and asked and he's been very his approach has been very mature in my dm and hasn't been like you know hounding me whatever but i right. like him for me in my mind it's it's not even it's not even comprehensible to say I'm really about to go on a date with this nigga and I don't even know what the fuck his voice sound like like it's like we would need to have a conversation on the phone before yeah just one yeah just one and then you can literally share with the the PM the project manager we've never we've talked on the phone maybe once and it was when we were in Atlanta like meeting up but we've never but we saw each other in person I saw each other which is different I think that that balanced it out but definitely yeah
1: i think one conversation and i think it should be the initial just to be honest i don't think the texting and that's just me
0: okay so this dude um he sent me his number it's it's a comedian honestly that that has always been funny and he's finally shooting a shot now i guess so he sent me his number um he said to me like a week ago i was supposed to text him so what do you think i should do should i call should i call be like hey
1: Well, you're annoying. Um, first of oh. all, you need you need to find the space that you're in because
0: you have I really sometimes I feel like I'm ready, Micah. And yeah, you like,
1: have oh. you, you shouldn't move on nothing unless you are for sure. So I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. I just think <laughs> just just don't just keep liking and smiling. And if he mentions it again, maybe I'll give you a call, give me some time.
0: I don't know. He did it, mention it, he did because he brought he's he. he he's gonna give it to me and he was like did you think about it I said you you didn't send me a number he was like oh I got too excited so he set the number and then I was like all right I'll hit you up and I just haven't yet so
1: yeah so what I think in this situation is hey it's Leah and then he responds oh shit whatever he's gonna say yep. so excited whatever um yeah you have you, you do you have do you have some time to talk real quick like you know I want to just say what's up Let's see what he says and so like yeah. I said they like talking, is I don't know, man, something about it.
0: But but you're right because right. you know, a, a, the conversation is trash. We can nip that in the bud right then and am You can pick up the connection. I agree. For the type of communicator that I am, I do need to talk on the phone more. But
1: yeah,
0: you fall, yeah I mean, I just.
1: You like that. And I feel like if you were in a, a different space, a more assertive, sure space, where it came um, when it comes to your dating life, then I feel like you will want to talk on the phone because when you find liking it, you want to talk to him all the time. Oh, okay. So on the phone. um But you don't have a problem with texting either. So I feel like- I'm kind of over it too. At this
0: point? Yeah, like, if, if okay, let's like, like say if you're, I mean, there'd be shit I need to ask you. I'll just call you now. Like that would never be my go-to. My go-to would always be texting. I, I would say for at least, at least two years now, maybe. It'd be like, <laughs> maybe. It's just quicker to call and just.
1: And, and I don't know why we let that go. We yeah. let that go. So I'm, I'm
0: definitely more on the call side because that texting back and forth shit is, is for the birds.
1: Yeah, just call. To with that I think about it. I get so flattered when I'm called. Like, <laughs> I think it's so much fun, Leah. So you give your number out, obviously, to a nigga that you feel something with. Um, cause young boy, he called and that was, it almost. You know what I mean? Young boy had a little, a cute little, Yeah, Yeah, it was a, it was a almost something. A one week affair. Yeah. But I feel like, because he was like, damn, I think I like him. It's the phone. Y'all was FaceTiming and shit. So I honestly feel like it's something about that. We were constant, Yeah. That constant connection that you have talking to somebody, bro. Like, Ugh. I don't know. Willie called me. He was like, Hey, you got, Hey, you busy? I was. But he was this, busy. were you? Was busy. But I liked his voice and I was like, hello.
0: <laughs> Look at you now. Look at you now.
1: Y'all pregnant. Oh <laughs> not
0: Y'all living together and you're knocked up.
1: But yeah, that's what I'm saying, Leah. So I do think ladies, we need to like go back to how we used to be, when we used to be writing numbers down on our hands and then hoping that they don't wash off by the time we get home. Cause we ain't had no phone. I ain't had no fucking phone, that was my life. I ain't <laughs> had no phone. I had, that's why I'm so good at numbers now. I had to memorize everybody's shit. I had to memorize everybody's shit cause I just didn't have phone. So even my friends, I had to memorize that shit. And when I got home, I wrote it down because <laughs> that's what I had to do. But I do think there is an art to dating. And I think phone conversation. Need to
0: come back in strong all right that's what i'm gonna do with the nigga right the the, the funny nigga i'll text okay. him and be like what you said this is leo whatever he writes back hey, 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 hey. um i don't even like asking if he has time to talk but whatever i'll say whatever you said i'm
1: about to call you how about right.
0: that that's it and then let's let's talk let's chit chat he's jamaican this should be interesting oh
1: yes it should be
0: this should be good right
1: funny be good. conversation yeah, you I'm know. about to call you. And then you get on the phone, I'm like, what's up? Hey. So you, yeah. got me on the phone. so you got me on the phone. You what, got me on
0: the goddamn telly. What's,
1: so what's going on? And then just let it happen. And whatever stems from that, that's what I'm just, you just get a better gauge of a person on the phone.
0: Agreed, 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 agreed. Check it out, girl. Touche, Beth. All mm-hmm. right, guys, I'll call them before the next episode, tell you guys what happened. <laughs> I tell y'all it goes so intense i'm gonna call a boy um uh, furthermore um what else jumped out to me on that episode oh wait real quick Gio said that
1: there's a lot of good women but there's not a lot of good men wow that's what geo oh, that said is. And Nick was like, like,
0: what? Like, he was
1: just like, why the fuck would you say that about our kind? And then some other dude in the back was like, like that? And he was like, fellas, we gotta take responsibility. (laughs) We are not stepping up. We're not stepping up how we should step up. And he was like, the way that you need to date, you know how we feel, we gotta have certain things in line. And if certain things aren't in line, we can't focus on nothing else. So, we need to get our things in line before we start dating these women. That's what he was saying. And then he mm-hmm. was like, For women, I mean, you're you're just being courted. Like that, you don't have to have your shit together because you're not courting a man. So yeah. when he said there's more good women than there are men, I mean, I guess it's debatable, but not really based on the stats and based
0: right. on the debate. Yeah, and based on know, the I know about trash-ass seven trash ass niggas right now.
1: And I I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know, we have questionable. You know, friends that do questionable we do. things and relationships, and um, or dating ships or whatever the case. So we're not perfect, but if you read their their chart based on if you
0: put the the,
1: the stats, yes, if, if you put the stats, I mean that is a good is that's a good woman. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. What? How do you feel? Do you think that's like a hundred percent accurate to
0: say? Obviously. no argument here. Um, I feel like that's 100% accurate, and and that again just you know stems off of you know the conversations we constantly have. So, um, yeah, I definitely think so. Just because for me, that's what's also added to me not wanting to date or me not wanting to even deal with men. I just know I know too many dysfunctionals, like, there's to every Mike and Willie. It's, I know, 19 other names that I will not mention. Will not mention. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, I I do think that's the case. And I I think the the bunch of guys that we had that episode with, they're they're a good bunch of guys. But to me, they're almost like the exception, not the rule. And I'm just going based off what I see around me. So I, I don't know. It could be my crowd, but I don't have a crowd. Like, I don't have homeboys like that. real yeah so i don't know but and all the out of the niggas that i know hovering around me that are in relationships or not a lot of them suck ass so i just i i I wholeheartedly agree with that and i know uh, there's the me's and there are the christinas and they're the erica joneses and you know it's these are single women that are great women by any standard you just can't really find a nigga that match up so then you get you either get me who i don't even want to talk on the phone are you getting my other friends that's just out here savage mode with the shit and don't give a fuck about nothing? Right. So, I don't know. And then it's kind of like, yeah, do you blame the bitch or what? I mean, why? I don't know,
1: man. I don't, know. don't blame
0: her. What the fuck y'all want us to do? Hmm. Where you want to go with this? What
1: you was going to say before I, I said this. Know.
0: Uh, I think but overall with the episode being on on the podcast I thought it was great and I do like the whole singles conversation and um, there were other things we wanted to touch what we wanted to touch on because I know at one point the guy ninja he was talking about um, just like the whole 50 50 thing and what, whether we met with like house chores and we went finances and all that and um, I get it I guess what kept playing in my mind was this show and I, I need somebody on the show that watches this show it's called love and marriage Huntsville and it's three black couples. Um, they're all very successful in their own right, but they all have dysfunctional shit happening. You know, there's one couple where they're officially divorced now because the husband can't get his shit together. And him, oh my gosh, you got to watch it. I don't know why he reminds me of my baby's daddy so much, but so much. Like just just the pitifulness of it, and every poor decision he was making he found some way to like blame it on somebody else it's like nigga you doing this shit that reminded me of him at that time so it's like I gotta get somebody somebody who watches the show Love and Marriage Huntsville
1: what is it on
0: it's on OWN it's Oprah's on Oprah's network but the full two seasons they're on season three now it's on um I have Xfinity so the whole the whole thing is on there but it's just like it's just so pitiful like you know like he's i i I need you to watch it but it's just so just wait i watch it i mean you're gonna be aggravated in the first couple minutes because it's just watching these grown-ass men go through just try to justify the poor decisions he's making the man was mad at his wife because she was working you told her you wanted her to work you told me did that yeah and then you cheat on her and then it gets even bad now because the it's like common knowledge now that he done got the side bitch pregnant so she divorced him, like she really left him, and he has a baby on the way, and it's still just like he doesn't ever want her to bring it up. She's like, she's like, sir, we have four fucking kids. We have four kids that don't know about the fact you got another baby, and the kids kind of have a little animosity with him, and he just wants her to fix it. I didn't fuck us up. You fucked us up. You cheated. Fix it. And then it was so bad because like he was he was going to therapy, and it seemed like it was working it was this old black man that was giving him therapy nice guy but he was like he's not relatable and the only reason why he feels like he's not relatable is because he never cheated on his wife um so it's like he can't relate to what i'm doing and he didn't even want to tell the man that he got his side bitch pregnant so he was kind of just kind of stringing along because the, the therapist was like he's like well what happens if she gets pregnant and he was just like she's pregnant right now he was, you ain't are- So, right. So it's like, but it's like he's defensive. So then seeing season three now, um, there's only two episodes so far and I watched them last night, but they got a new therapist. They have like a therapist that's a co-parenting therapist because now they're officially divorced and they just want to find ways to make this easier on the kids or whatever. And so he was just saying how all that doctor, he was biased. I don't like doctors that are biased. She was like, he wasn't biased. He wasn't biased because he wasn't condoning your shit. He was telling you what your problem was. Like he wanted his wife to give him all this validation that he felt like she wasn't getting. So then the therapist was like, okay, what was your father around? He was like, not that much. So he's like, I feel like because you didn't get validation from your parents, you're putting that on your wife and, and expecting her to give you all this extra value. Like, I mean, he was literally reading this nigga like a book and he was accepting of it in the moment. But it's like the moment he felt like the therapist wasn't on his side. And my thing is, nigga, do you want to be better? Do you want to be-
1: ther- therapists else? are not supposed to be on your side. That's yeah, not. They're what supposed a to
0: is. help you get through whatever the fuck it is you're dealing with.
1: Not what a therapist is for. So oh, my nigga.
0: He was just so, it was just so pathetic. And I, I'm so sick of him. And he is a very handsome guy, but he's just one of them handsome, crybaby-ass niggas. I hate that. And it's just like, boy, fuck you. Yeah. mm and whatever and the side chick she's uh, she's actually very pretty she's a pretty girl um but he kind of like threw it in his wife's face too and i felt just like her her name is melody melody hope and melody hope he was just like oh you know i wasn't satisfied you weren't satisfying me and it was like he said the the, the person i'm dealing with now she satisfies me Since took a whole like a glass and threw that shit straight at him she and she's very professional but she is country. Her accent is strong, but she is very professional. Grammar's great. And she was like, I'm sick of tired of you saying that shit. And she <laughs> because he'd been saying constantly, oh, you weren't taking care of my needs. You weren't satisfying me. It's like, bitch, we got four kids and seven businesses. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then I guess there is a balance there where I feel like it's so unfair for women because, Men can be absent or be missing because they're working hard and they're getting things, you know, taken care of.
1: And they can lack in the the, the bedroom. Yes,
0: they can lack in uh, in other areas. But the moment this is us in regards to our career, we're like the worst fucking things. And this just automatically justifies you cheating on me. Like, and not even like, he, he didn't even do it in a private kind of way. Like he was just so bold and so dumb about it, but was crying day They want his family back. I was like, girl, get him off this fucking show. Like it was, it was crazy. And, And to me, it was sad because seeing me, I watched their whole three years of their life. I've watched it in like a week, right. From, from watching the show. And it's sad because when they started, they were like a power couple, you know what I mean? And they had four beautiful kids and they were doing all this great development stuff. He's like a contractor. She's a a contact or contractor with him whatever they were doing such great things and to see where they started to now season three these people are divorced and he has a child on the way from somewhere else it's like you niggas really know how to fuck shit up and all you see him doing Micah in his little private screen things is just saying you know it's really hard you know I, you know I love my family and it's hard to not have my family and he is a very good dad like apparently he's even more hands-on than she is sometimes um because she gets booked for speaking engagements and stuff like that. But it, it's just sad to see how he let his family just throw the fuck away. Like, it's crazy. And he's so sad about it. So that's, it's even more annoying. My
1: thing is like, it's just like, people, it's, because it's people in their shit that they do not deal with. That's yeah. what causes things to break the way that they do. I feel like if he tended to his own needs when it comes to validation and being seen and being heard and understood or whatever the case is, they wouldn't have that problem. And communication off rip. If a bitch is not doing something that you need them to do and you're not speaking up, that's your fault. so it's accountability it's people being into being in these relationships expecting people to read their minds and expecting them to be who they were day one people are going to change based on circumstances four kids later i'm not wooing you the same way i wooed you before i even got pregnant with the first one that's Mm -hmm. just not gonna happen and i feel like if you want to spice anything up or change anything you got to speak the fuck up yeah so it's like people constantly let their things go to shit because they're putting too much responsibility on the other person other to figure out what's wrong with them
0: yeah right and the therapist said that to him and it's like again in as somebody who doesn't want to deal with their shit themselves he just got over it doesn't want to go to that therapist anymore and i thought that i thought that guy was doing a good job like i thought that therapist is very good and the things he was bringing out he called melody out on some stuff where you know um her father not being in her life too um, is why she's probably just so determined to make things work in some type of way but it, it was just so many clear i guess for me obviously clear things that i saw wrong with him and that the doctor was you know pointing out and the nigga just
1: he was a victim. To, a
0: victim yes deflect and make it a, a her thing or whatever and she left him i was happy for her because in the way, while she's sad, obviously she married this man. They've been together since they were like 22, 23. You know, they were like 14 years together and you fuck this up like this. And she apparently caught him cheating with the girl before and kept trying to, he wasn't fucking a whole bunch of bitches. That's what it initially came out was, I And mean, then she was saying recently that you cheated a few times. But this particular one, you know, you can't let go. So he admitted to being in love with her. And it
1: was a real affair.
0: Yes, yeah, this was her, and now she's pregnant with this kid, and I'm just like, I, I felt for her in that situation. It's like, you are a faithful wife, you are a lovely looking wife, you bear bear, bear children, you run the family with him, you've done everything this nigga has asked you to do, and he still found a way because of his own fucking selfishness.
1: He's not her, it's
0: him, it's what he wants. Yeah, and and then he's sick as fuck about it, it's like, nigga, bye. It, it's sad. So I, it, it's sad. And then you got the, the other ones misogynistic. And the other couple are probably the most civil ones, I guess. They're not as bad. But the misogynistic one, he, I don't know what to say about him. He's very sexist. He's a terrible guy. Um, and he cheated on his wife too. That's the sad part. Because when it's, it's like coming out that he's also cheated. The one that got busted, they used to be friends since college. So when they start making fun of him, he was like, I don't know why you sitting here doing all this shit, like you ain't cheated with 20 women. So he was like, I have not he was like, nigga. Yes, you have, like, and it was on some obvious like, nigga.
1: Right.
0: You know, I know about Kendra and Tanya, whatever. So it was like such a thing where the wife now, she's in denial about it. The, the, The one that's married to the misogynistic one, she was like, my husband would never do that. So the one who got cheated on, she was like, okay. If that's what you think it's all fun and games everybody think it's just melody no he did the same shit so if you want to you you do better to just accept it but if you want to be in la la land it's just not on you that's on you and that's a sad realization too when you rather just if your niggas i mean i don't want to know that's what that was all the, the, the mario Line <laughs> song i don't want to know. Playing me keep it on the low <laughs>
1: Oh, that was such a sad song. That's
0: a sad ass song. I don't have that type of patience. Please let me find out. Please. If you if I get a man ever again, and since you are fucking my man, he will be your man. I promise. You just gotta come tell me. Just go tell me. That's it. That's all you gotta do. All right, um, we gotta go. Give me something for the blacks.
1: Um, black people. Oh my God, school is starting and not when I'm not going to go on a tangent on this. Um, but I think we touched on it a little bit. Um, Texas passed a law where the KKK does not have to be mentioned as an immoral hate group or something like that. And I more. also heard that Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and all of them are, can be taken out of the curriculum or something like that. So what I'm going to say is <laughs> our kids are going back to school and One thing that I prided myself on is getting out of the textbook and going elsewhere to get resources to make sure that my kid knew what was going on at this time with Black people. That's all I did. Like, I just picked up off that lesson from that year, that date, and I found what Black people was doing. That's really what I did. So I feel like if you're a parent, I feel like go the extra mile in history. You know what I'm saying? Because they are really, really, and they're doing a good job about it because these laws are passing. And obviously- we know it's the white shame. We know why they're doing it. We know they want to leave the past behind them when it comes to America and how it was built, but you can't get away from what the fuck actually happened. So what I want to say to parents of children of color, any color you can, if shit, if I'm not going to bring anybody else in it, but do the research and go above, go above and beyond for your black children. They deserve to know that slavery just didn't start the trajectory of black people. And after slavery, things happened and we made prolific um, stances when it came to politics and and war company oh, yeah. and the advancement of, of human beings, the fucking stoplight, nigga. Like, Light that was she was true. like, y'all niggas running into each other to making too many accidents. Stoplight, like, come on, bro, that's a big deal. Like, stoplights are everywhere. So I feel like you should make it your business. And I know parents are so busy and I know you have your life. And I know, I know, I know, I know. But being a caregiver for most of my life, you are missing out on such a pivotal part in their lives when you decide not to be a part of their education. Please be a part of their education. Please ask them, do they have homework? Please, when you're reading over the history, don't just check it add a little something goddamn and if you don't know it both y'all look it up i had to teach parents about juneteenth this year i had to teach parents about um countless things countless people Damn damn it damn it so you know they already know when i come in there i got some black facts to talk about so i know they appreciated me for that they are haitian american And I know some cultures don't associate heavily with black history because of Caribbean history, which is cool too. But the other side of it is your kid is in America and they are black. So I think they need to know all of it, you feel me? So um, just do your best, man. When it comes to history, do a little bit more. When it comes to education, just do a little bit more this year. Kids, they really need your input and they really need your um, commitment to education. So they know it's important
0: that is all. Okay. Um, my rants. uh, all I say about my rant is I just want to just, again, just, just throw out the word accountability. Just want to throw that out. Um, I think, um, you do your, you do the people around you, your friends, your family, your loved ones, yourself. You do all these people I named a disadvantage when you don't hold them accountable for their actions. Right. Um, and I think um, just in a, a, a current interaction I'm having with someone, um, I listen, but I do give them the real, I, it's almost kind of like, you know, this goes without saying, but I think some, not everything goes without saying, like some shit, it's like, I think sometimes if you don't say it, because it's so norm, it's so normalized while being wrong, uh, then people just kind of think, oh, yes, yeah, okay, no, but you do remember this is wrong, right? Which is, okay, cool. It's all, okay. i just. Right. Just check, just making sure, you know, that this is my stance on this. Right. You know, I wouldn't do this if it was me, but yeah, whatever. So I just think accountability, self-assess, stop always feeling like everything is somebody else. Sometimes it could fucking be you. And when you do hold yourself accountable for the things that you do, um, just you and yourself, then honestly, certain things that happen are a little easier to deal with. I would say certain. I hold myself accountable for a lot of shit, and it gets me through a lot of the little sticky situations I get myself in. And I, you know, you know, it works. It makes me feel better. So, just throw out the word accountability. Look it up. Um, share it with your loved ones. Um, that's all I got for you today. All right. Um, thank you guys so much for listening today. You can visit us at LetItSayItForYou dot LetItSayItForYou on IG. LetItSayItForYou on YouTube. LetItSayItForYou just to you on Twitter. It's been a pleasure. Mike and I are gonna go out. I'm going to get to you whenever I get to you, sis. I don't even know at this point. It's traffic. It's 5 o'clock. But I'm just going to put on some clothes. And <laughs>
1: Well, you still got a little. I mean, school ain't started yet. You probably still. It ain't as bad, right?
0: I mean, I don't know, sis. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm just going to me a house around 5 o'clock one time, Michael Bantz. And let me tell you, baby. <laughs> it was fucked up. Okay. Um. All right. But thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate you. Um. Woo, let's get to- Bye.